0: Welcome in, it's the Spartan New Year podcast, uh, and it's Tanner and Ethan coming to you from East Lansing in Morgantown. Uh, Ethan, I don't know about you, the weather here has not been great. It's raining again today. I think this is the fifth day in a row, something like that. It's getting close to that number. It's been really Man, fun here as of late.
1: Those Appalachian valley yeah, towns you have there, uh, it's beautiful up here in the, in the plains. We have uh, <laughs> We've had some nice days. Not too hot. Um, Baking a little bit in my one day off from the football team in the student section. Um, It was like 80, and the sun was right on us. And that's about as hot as it gets up here in September. So we've we've had a few of those. Although now it's 64, it says, mostly cloudy. So we're starting to come down to, I guess, your level. But up here in the north, it's nice and sunny and tropical.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. Once it hits like that mid-September here, it basically rains and doesn't stop we get as many days of rain as like seattle does i think it might be a little bit more so it's, it's really fun like i have three right. different rain codes just so i'm not always soaking wet
1: well, my it's dad was crazy. just complaining about the drought and how it's affecting the grass back home in columbus so and i don't think it's rained up. yeah really i heard of it it's just a few weeks either so Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, Columbus has know. been really good for golf, I guess, right now this past two weeks or so. ah, mm. uh, Not bad, not bad. All right, where do you want to start today, buddy? We got a lot to talk about. And,
1: we do you know, have we a can, lot.
0: We can do whatever. Yeah.
1: How about we start off with uh, most recently that uh, big NFL Sunday yesterday. Both of our teams okay. got the win. Yours a little bit more recently they than mine. Would you uh,
0: What'd you see in that one? I didn't see much of a difference from a week ago, no. Uh, I mean, some of the offensive play calling was better. I'll give Matt Canada credit in that area. Pickett looked better. Uh, that's for sure. First two touchdown performance out of him yet uh, with two through the air. Um, I was surprised they didn't try to put them away at the end. The defense is going to show up like that, I think, week in and week out. Highsmith was held quite a bit, but he didn't have a productive day. Uh, as far as stat wise, I, I mean, he was in on plays and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you watched that game. Did you catch the ref ball there a little bit at the end? That was certainly something because uh, it was yeah. like three calls on that drive alone at the end where the Raiders were able to make it a five point game where mm-hmm. you had the roughing the passer on Mika Fitzpatrick stacking the quarterback. I That's that's a football play. There might have been some help. With that. I, I mean, they showed it angle after angle. Nobody could believe they called that roughing the passer. Mm. Uh, and also, he still had the ball in his hands. Like, it's not like he'd already gotten rid of it. If he had already gotten rid of it, it would have been a little different. However, that was not the case. So I thought that that was definitely a play that made a difference in what the final score was. The pass interference, okay, sure, we can get there. I, You know, whatever. But then the the leverage – I mean, they call leverage, what, three times a year, and it's on that play? Like, first of all, the bigger issue with that play is that the Raiders are not trying to score a touchdown, which makes no sense. Uh, And then, yeah, they called leverage, and I mean, I I guess he put his hand on the dude's back, but it looked like six guys were putting their hands on uh, people's backs to try to get up there and block. So I I don't really know what that was. Uh, I mean, they get the win. That's all that really matters to me. Kings of the North right now, 2-1, and leading the division. There you go. Yeah, very true.
1: Browns are right there with you, although, obviously, since you guys got the win last week, you're number one, big number one. But um, Browns looked good. Uh, They looked really good, Ethan. Not a lot of rushing production, but somehow Deshaun Watson found his way yesterday and – I don't know, took care of business, I guess. So, that was something good. They looked. They did look really good. They looked like they bounced back. Defense held strong, obviously, holding, you know, Titans offense, Derrick Henry to pretty much absolutely nothing. So, I think it was 94
0: was total yards. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah so obviously it was, the defense is I mean, going to beat be down. Yeah. Yeah, obviously the defense is going to be a big part. I mean, that's going to have to play, carry 75% of the load of this team, I think. So if they can keep that up, then, I mean, that's how it's always been, but it's looking good. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Kareem Hunt didn't do anything, so we'll see if he can get with the team and start, uh, I don't know, maybe after a week of training, things will change. But uh, I'd love to see somebody, you know, be able to carry some of that rushing because when when your star player gets hurt, you know, And he is a running back, and you have absolutely no one behind him. You know, your whole offensive scheme is centered around him. You have to change everything. You have to, you know, write up new plays. Just a completely different ballgame now without Nick Chubb. So if they can adapt to that, I think they'll still be a good team. But I just, man, that hurts.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, Ford had two touchdowns, I think, right? I I, I picked him up in fantasy right away. Yeah, one Um, rushing and one passing. Receiving. Yeah, Watson. Watson looked better. You guys had a bad call in that game too. Amari Cooper was definitely not out of bounds. They're on the yeah, sideline. That's right. that's right. That was that was something. I I don't know if that was more about what the Browns. I mean, definitely the Browns' defense, but the Titans are a bad team. Like you know, yeah. you you should beat those teams that way. But now that's that's twice this season that the Browns have not let up a touchdown in a game. Like, mm-hmm. and they've only played three games, so it's uh, pretty pretty emphatic the what the Browns defense is doing right now Ethan I'm impressed with them but I think you're right it's going to be something that uh, it could be a struggle at times I think that Deshaun Watson is going to be better at home than he is on the road Uh, I I think that that's just because at least in Cleveland the fans are rooting for the Browns maybe not for him in particular but you know I, I, I think that there's a little bit of something to that and mm-hmm. when you go back to last week's game against Pittsburgh, it definitely wasn't his fault on that pick six. That was definitely Harrison Bryant's fault, but he still looked really bad at other times in that game. And I mean, to be fair too, in the game against the Titans, that backwards lateral pass, what, I don't know what that was, but that was, that was pretty unacceptable as well. Yeah. Uh, but they, they got the wind and that, that's what should matter.
1: Absolutely. Two and one. Going on uh, next week, I don't trying to see who they play here. Who the Steelers play?
0: The Steelers uh, the play Houston, the Ravens. I know that.
1: Yeah, the Browns oh, play good. the Ravens, so that'll be another was... divisional matchup. So we'll see what can happen. Uh, Ravens also not looking great right now. So, I mean, lose to the Colts?
0: How do you let that happen? Um, yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, it was great to see Baltimore lose yesterday, but. I did not understand that game really at all. I mean, Minshew yeah, gave a them very free safety. Game. Yeah, that was that was something, but the, they got the win did the, the Colts, so go Colts. Right.
1: I guess so. The Dolphins absolutely blowing out the Broncos, 70 to 20. Tua looking Yeah.
0: I mean, just different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was no Jalen Waddle in that game, and they still scored 10 offensive touchdowns. Like, It was a beatdown of Denver. And, uh, I mean, the Broncos look like they're just really bad, and it's not going to get better.
1: Yeah, I mean, that defense is awful. A Sean Payton defense. I mean, I guess when you're not paying the players to kill people on the other team, maybe you can't keep up. But, obviously, Sean Payton, the defensive head coach. And uh, Russell Wilson didn't even play bad in that. He had a touchdown, one interception that was only – that was tipped. And, uh, like, 300 or some yards. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but, I mean, you know, when you get scored 70 points on, you got to do something about that. So Chargers Vikings, Kirk once again putting out an incredible game and getting absolutely nothing for it. Uh, I just feel bad for Kirk Cousins. I hope that he's okay wherever he is right now. Vikings got to get a win because they're not even that bad of a team. They just keep getting, you know, the short end of the straw. I'd say
0: <laughs> that's not the right, uh, not the right term. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's something to that. I thought the Chargers still had worse coaching in that game. That fourth down call mm-hmm. that was made by Brandon Staley, like that was certainly something right. uh, not great. And you know, it's not been Kirk's fault that Minnesota's lost these games. And that's no, definitely important. offense has played fairly good. Everybody outside, I mean, Madison has had a lot of trouble uh, controlling the football, and that's not good. But other than that, I mean, the Vikings' offense has not been the problem in these games.
1: No. I think they're probably hoping that they still had Dalvin Cook on
0: that. <clears> yeah, they cut that, that guy from Right.
1: And yeah, Madison's not looking great. I don't know. Kirk's still on pace to have like six thousand passing yards and go zero seventeen. So hopefully that doesn't happen for him, or else I don't even know. The Chiefs. Right. We wouldn't be a sports podcast if we're not talking about the audience and Taylor yeah, I Swift. I don't
0: care about the Chiefs. I'm not I, Swift. I, I don't. Care. I know I... you.
1: I know you hate anything to do with pop culture when it in, in, when, when it breaks down the walls of your sports barrier. There, Tanner.
0: Dude, I literally did not watch that game because I knew how bad it was going to be, and I was exactly right. Like, jeez. The the best retweet I saw of the video of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey walking out of the Arrowhead Stadium was somebody – I think it was Brooke Pryor, ESPN Steelers reporter. He said, that is two people that have never actually met in person walking out of the stadium together because of the way that they were like looking at each other and stuff. They were just walking side-by-side, side, looking like they'd never actually met before. And then right. Kelsey drove his convertible on purpose as well to the game, which is pretty course. funny. But yeah, uh, the Bears suck. They need to fire everybody and restart. Trade Justin Fields. Get him out of that situation. Maybe he can redeem his career. There, yeah, there, there's something to be said about where you get drafted more so than your actual talent, and that's very true with Chicago.
1: Yeah, that is very true. I'm hoping that I, 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 yeah. I hope the best for him, but yeah, it it's not looking great. I mean, he's also, you know, I don't know. I think there's a scheme where his his style of play can work, but you have to be creative, and they have absolutely nothing over there in Chicago. No. And that yeah. pretty much wraps up the NFL coverage. Uh, yeah, can't wait to see where uh, Tr- Taylor and Travis go next tonight. Do um, do the Bengals?
0: Do the Bengals beat the Rams?
1: Uh, that's what I was just about to say. Uh, who's okay. behind Joe Burrow right now?
0: You know, AJ McCarron got picked back up. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> uh, oh, it's. Uh Cyber, I don't know his name. Because yeah, they had Will uh, Greer on the roster, Mountaineer legend, but uh, New England went and signed him to the practice or to the active roster out there. Um, hmm. And uh, so that took away some of their options, because their backup from last year, who I can't even think of his name, because it's, it, Joe Burrow played the whole year. Um, yeah. He's not in Cincinnati anymore, and so they're kind of like stuck. That's yeah, not great. Have, I know uh, that Joe Joe Nixon have, was taking snaps this week
1: oh, at quarterback. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they have
1: Jake yeah. Browning and AJ McCarron okay. and some other guy that yeah. I don't that I don't think will see the see the field. So Brett Rippin, Jake um, Browning, uh, Washington. Yeah, yeah University of imagine, Washington. Man. Yeah. So, uh, who knows, man? I guess we'll. I uh, I think that. I think the Rams win if Joe Burrow doesn't play for sure. If Joe Burrow plays, then we'll have ourselves oh, a game. Yeah. Uh Eagles. Maybe I think he are doesn't gonna look take good. care of, He's not healthy. Yeah. I think that the Eagles are gonna take care of business. And uh yeah, what are your predictions? Oh no, that's
0: that's your that's your that's your boy down there at quarterback here wearing a six in Tampa Bay. I
1: don't know. You sure? It's true. Two and zero, Tampa Bay. I'm, I mean, the, I'm feeling
0: the, pretty confident about that. It, it, I, I, the Eagles have not looked great offensively, and the Buccaneers' defense is still really good. Uh, the Bucks have a lot of t- like. If you told me I had to pick a team to win tonight, I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I think that Philly could go down there and struggle a little bit. Um, Baker's a front runner, and they're playing good football right now. And I, I don't see, you know, that Eagles' defense is going to have to show up and. They've looked good at times this year, but then the offense comes back out, and I mean, it's like three QB draws in a row, and they're punting right back. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense what's <laughs> happening. Uh, and, and that's what happens when you flip both coordinators, right? Like, it, it's going right. to take some time to find it and get it back, and so I think for Philly, they're struggling a little bit right now, and it might be the perfect time for Tampa to get that win. Uh, if the Bucs win, I mean, they're going to be leading the NFC South undefeated, so that that'll be huge for them, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I think that the Bengals should win probably regardless tonight in Cincinnati. It's the uh, Hall of Fame induction, whatever the Bengals Hall of Fame ring of honor thing. Chad Johnson, mm-hmm. Ocho Cinco's there, and uh, Boomer Assisen will be there too, which means. You can't I will lose turn in front
1: of Ocho time. Cinco.
0: No, no. I mean, he might want to suit up. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll I'm see, sure he does want to suit up. That's going to certainly be something. Certainly going to be something. Um, did you see some of these NHL preseason scores? I saw that the Jackets
1: won in overtime and then lost in a shootout.
0: Yeah, I uh, saw that.
1: That's too. pretty much that's the extent of what I saw, though. I was pretty just looking at the Jackets. Uh,
0: Would you want to bring Flames, up Flames? The Flames beat the Canucks ten nothing yesterday. It might have ended up being worse than that. It was ten nothing halfway through the second. Uh, mm. So I just saw it on. But uh, with the jackets, by the way, on this, I saw this yesterday. I, for one, am in very high favor of the chili chant. I don't know how you feel about the chili chant. And for three goals, but anytime mm-hmm. Roosters is involved, I'm there. Right. Um, Even I if guess it's just fans chili. were screaming. Well, right. I, I guess fans were yelling fan chili, like fan tilly, fan chili. Oh, man. And that, I got to tell you, I'm there for it. Let's go. Let's go! Yeah,
1: I we've just that's gotta, pretty fun. I've just got to accept that he's no longer in college, and we've got to just start riding with our guy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, man, that's it's a tough one for me personally. However, fan chili, <laughs> let's get after it!
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it. that was fun.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm ready he for hockey. Gotten... Just
0: get started. Yeah, what? me
1: too. We've only got a we've only got. Two, three more weeks or so. I think three more yeah, weeks. But, it's Whenever we it's play like, Rutgers, yeah, it's whenever that. Michigan State plays Rutgers, which I think is in two weeks. So,
0: um, uh, it's, yeah, it's the weekend because uh, it's like October 10th. Fall break. I'll be... Oh, it's that weekend. Okay, so it's I'll be I'll be in Tuscaloosa that weekend it's oh. in Alabama, Arkansas. I'm gonna go down there to uh, yell "Roll tie Roll." It should be yep, October time. 10th. Look at me. Yeah,
1: you uh, have yeah. fun with that. That'll be that'll be exciting. Alabama looks beatable this year, so maybe you'll have a good game there. I tell you, they're
0: still my pick to win the whole damn thing. I don't care. I it, it does Yeah, but they don't
1: look as it, it, they don't.
0: You have to admit they don't look as untouchable as normal. No, I think that's fair. But who doesn't look bad? I mean, outside no. of the Washington Huskies, it's pretty much everybody there at the top has looked bad at one point or another this season I mean I don't I mean, think Georgia Oregon looks, looks good leaps and bounds better yeah Oregon looks but they Oregon almost lost to Texas Tech and Texas Tech came in here to Morgantown and was terrible this past yeah. weekend uh like I I just think that everybody's at least had one of those games and I agree Bama has looked beatable but Milro gives them a chance to win um on on my shows when we pick you know our uh college football playoff. Mine was Washington, Bama. Uh I think I went Michigan. And then um Yeah, I know. And then I took Texas too, which is also just disgusting. But uh it was Michigan at Penn State. I know I didn't take the Buckeyes. Um and that that was a heck of a game on Saturday night too. Yeah, let's uh, talk about way, that. We, I mean yeah.
1: how fun was that? So I've Going down – I mean, when when's the last time you've seen a game actually come down to a one-yard goal line stand, you know, with zero second – with one second left? That was – that was – that was fun. Was yeah. Was it not?
0: It was. I was pretty baffled by Ryan Day's play calling there on oh, the possession yeah. before when they were down in that same area. The fourth and one, the jet sweep. I mean, I didn't know Matt Canada was calling the plays for – Ohio State, like, that to me was like, oh, my gosh. I yeah. don't know if this team going to be able to hang against Penn State and Michigan. That's the first thing I thought of was, like, they they do not look like they've got a physical presence on that offensive line whatsoever. And the defensive line still struggled to kind of get back there on Sam Hartman as well. And with the guys they're recruiting, you can't you can't have that. Uh, in, in those big games, that's why they go to Ohio State is to show up and show out. And JT2 and Molo Al, Had a good drive there on that last Notre Dame offensive possession. However, Kyle McCord came back in, and, man, that guy's a gamer. I'll give him credit for that. And You know, sometimes when guys have the talent that Marvin Harrison Jr. has, they would roll their ankle and not come back, and they would just be like, all right, you know what? I've got a sprained ankle. I'm done for the year. I'm going to just get ready for the NFL. And he was back out there playing. Now, does that mean he's going to play this week? I don't know. But to me, I, I think you can tell that this Buckeye team is bought into each other, which is a very important part of what college football is about. Hey, I'll most, tell you what.
1: One of the most important things, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, 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 Ryan Day is pretty bought into these guys too. Uh, those post-game mm. comments were something. But, you know, I see a lot of people getting mad about it. I'll tell you, I understand why Ohio State fans love Ryan Day so much. Um, he He's... Got that mantra about it. You know, me and you, we're not really Ohio State guys, right? But that no. Ohio against the world, it definitely means something to every single person that's from Ohio. He knew what he was doing when he said that, Ethan, because it gets back to his fan base. And well, people might roll their eyes at that, let me tell you, it's a very, very true thing, okay? These people in Ohio, they get to watch their Buckeyes on Saturday. They have one good sports team in the state. One in the state. That's it. It's Ohio State football. And, and, right. and so right. And, and so, yes, they're obviously going to be very, you know, maybe arrogant's not the right word, but sort of forward about their fandom with the Buckeyes. I can understand that. Because then they got to go watch the Bengals and the Browns play on Sunday. They watch the Cavs play and the Jackets play in the winter and all of that, with the baseball teams and the Guardians and the Reds continuing to lose in the summers. Uh they get they get twelve weeks of the year to kind of celebrate being from Ohio. And so, yeah, that Ohio against the world mantra is definitely something that means a lot to his fans. And so, you know, people are like celebrating what Dan Lanning said and all that, and I had no problem with what he said. You've got to figure out how to get your locker room behind you and get them playing together. And Ryan Day did that effectively on Saturday. Dan Lanning sure as heck did that effectively for Oregon on Saturday against uh, Colorado. I tell you what, that was the Colorado I'd expected to see this year, and they showed up here in week four. I think yeah. that Neil Brown's doing a great job of that right, right now in West Virginia. This is a defense that is completely 100% different than what it was last year. They had the same guys on the field except for one corner on that defense on Saturday that they did down in Lubbock last year, Ethan, for West Virginia. They lost 48-10 to 10 to Texas Tech on the road last season. They beat mm-hmm. them on Saturday at their place first time in the last five years they've beaten Texas Tech. And that's because you get that locker room to buy in. And that's a very, very integral part of what college football is. And so I was impressed with Ohio State's performance at the end of the game to come back in there and hang in there with Notre Dame in a game that they were not the better team in on the field. They did not play better than what Notre Dame did, in my opinion. Uh, But they were still able to pull out the result they wanted. Now they've got three weeks to get ready for Wisconsin and then Penn State right after that. That's going to be a big test for them. Yeah, I agree
1: with that. I don't know. I mean, Sam Hartman (laughs) definitely played better. Yeah,
0: that was, like, two-minute rant, but yeah.
1: No, that's okay. That's okay. Ohio State, no matter how far you go away from it, you always have a thought about them when you grow up where we grew up, even if it's not positive. But, yeah, I mean, they did look really good, up to number four now in the rankings. They are looking like if Kyle McCord can – I don't even know if it's his – I mean – He had some questionable throws, but he played well. There were some play-calling issues, but, you know, it's against Notre Dame, who's a very good team. If you can, I agree with you 100%. If you can get that team bought in, that's one of the most important. That is probably the most important part of college football. They go on to play Maryland and Purdue, who I don't think will stand any chance. And then it's Penn State, like you said, October uh, 21st. So – We'll see what they can do. I don't think Penn State is as good as Ohio State, I'm just going to say. Um, But we'll see. I I don't know. Yeah, it will be a fun – that'll be a really fun game in Columbus. I mean, like you were saying, in like the 1930s or 40s or something, the city of Columbus crowdfunded the funds to get Ohio Stadium built, and they did it. And I don't think that's ever happened anywhere else. It's really all that these people have. You know, as, as far as sports go in Columbus, you have the Blue Jackets and you have the crew. But Ohio State is, and Ohio State football especially, really only Ohio State football is what this city, you know, wraps around. So they, the, people, the people love the yeah. Buckeyes, and uh, that was a fun game to watch. Um, like you said, also up there, Georgia, Michigan, Texas ahead of Ohio State, Florida State. You know, looked a lot better this week than they did against Boston College a couple weeks ago. Washington looks good. USC, defense not great, but we'll see. I don't see them posing any national championship threat, but I think they're still a good team. It's really just that defense. And then Oregon at number nine. And then, yeah, outside of that, I don't know. Alabama with the one loss hanging around. Pack 2 in Oregon State and Washington State, 16 and 19. How about it? Making little runs of their own back against the wall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel bad for those first
1: Cincinnati playing their first Big 12 game, losing. What's new?
0: Yeah. Uh, I tell you, two weeks ago, I picked Cincinnati to go to the Big 12 championship because they went there and they beat Pitt and they looked good beating Pitt. And I said, you know what? I don't think Oklahoma is really the team that people think they are. And Cincinnati's big 12 schedule is fairly favorable, similar to that of West Virginia's. Um, and, and so I was like, you know what, why, why can't the kiddies do that? Cause that's what they're calling them now down there. I, I know that you have friends that go there as well. Uh, my, my buddy down there that I talk to just about every day, he, he goes, Yeah, we say roll kitties. And I said, Oh, oh, th- th- now that's scary. That's how you strike fear in an opponent. Roll kitties, Ethan, right. down there at Nippert Stadium. Uh, right. but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a fun year in college football because I really don't think there's a true number one team. Florida State, you're right. They look better this week than they did against Boston College. And Clemson's definitely a better team, but I don't know if they should have beat Clemson in that game. Um, I didn't get to watch most of it because I was at our game uh, here in Morgantown with West Virginia playing Texas Tech. And, hey, Mountaineers are three and one. Uh, I said the goal this year is to, you know, win a bowl game, six games, and get on the right track. I mean, heck, they, they might win a couple more than six games the way the schedule's shaking out for them right now. We were talking earlier, uh, as we're getting ready to be out of time here, Ethan, that mm-hmm. – you know, buying into that culture and stuff is a very important thing. A team that certainly is struggling right now is Oklahoma State and the Big 12 with that. And, I mean, the message boards have been crazy and, and all of those things about what's going on there in Stillwater with Mike Gundy, who's it, – it's not like he's a new coach or anything like that. It's just not been good. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, when I look at the Big 12 as a whole, it, it's certainly interesting. And I think you can make the same case about the – uh Big Ten, yeah. Oklahoma State loses to Iowa State. Like, Iowa State lost to the Bobcats last week of Ohio University. Like, you know. Um, and, And you look at the Big Ten the same way. Like, Penn State beat down Iowa. Michigan's looked a little shaky at times, but Penn State looks like they're the best team Franklin's had since they won the Big Ten in 2016. And then outside of those three with Ohio State in there as well, Maryland? You know, they were in East Lansing this weekend, right? They they looked good against Michigan State. Um, Talia Tungvalo is a veteran quarterback. I saw him two years ago play against West Virginia. I went over to uh, wherever the hell that is. What is that place called? College something. College Park. Is that right? Maybe mm-hmm. something yeah, like College that. Park. Maryland. Yes. Yeah. Talia, Talia's a, he's an athletic quarterback. And uh, they Mike Loxley looks like he's got a bit of a team there. Unfortunate that he's in the Big Ten East. But uh, it looks like Maryland's well on their way to – potentially winning a bowl game, which is definitely good uh, for them. But the Big Ten West, Ethan, I – Rutgers uh, – or not Rutgers, sorry. Northwestern walks it off in whatever the heck that game was and their students storm the field. Like, it's a mess in college football, but it's it, it should be really fun the rest of the way. Oh, if you had fun. to pick a Heisman – yeah, who who would be your Heisman winner right now? Um, I guess –
1: I got to go, I mean, Penix until he has a bad game. He hasn't had a bad game yet. Yeah, that's
0: where my head's at. Yeah, I think so. I I don't think Caleb Williams goes back-to-back. There's people that still think he will. No, we're never seeing a back-to-back Heisman again. There's only one of those. Uh, Of course, he's a Buckeye. Archie Griffin. Um, Yeah, it always circles back. You're right. It always Uh, comes back. Well, hey, before we go,
1: wild card National League MLB coming down to the wire. Reds need a miracle yeah. and a prayer to get anywhere close. Mm-hmm. to Cubs or uh Did one you Did up. you
0: cry yesterday? Oh, Joey. Watching Joey Votto? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Rude. I hope he doesn't retire. I hope they give him a contract extension. I don't think he'll retire because that man really just eats, sleeps, lives, and breathes baseball. He's going to be like the Pat McAfee of baseball when he retires. I have no doubt he'll be yeah. on
0: TV somewhere. But well, what's I, he do? he's doing the Cincinnati Children's SpongeBob musical. He's the narrator or something? Like, he's yeah. the narrator no, he's a good
1: dude, Cincinnati. Yeah, he's a great dude. He's always been a very community-focused guy. I mean, never really yeah. had any problems off the field. It's always never had a problem on the field. You know, just the, the franchise guy that you want. I hope that I can't see us ever getting rid of him and I hope that he retires a red, and I hope that it's years from now. I mean, I don't know how much he has left, but he's still playing. You know, he had his best home run hitting season a couple seasons ago. But the Reds losing, like, five of their last seven or something like that, not the last push that you want. Um, Still going to end up above 500, which we haven't done in a while, so that's something. But two and a half games back, just got to get there. Chicago's got to lose some games. Miami has to lose some games. And then uh, yeah. and Arizona also only a half game up. So there's only uh, – I think it's six games, four right? Games. Seven? There's four games left for the Reds. So two oh, wow. against the Guardians oh. and two against the Cardinals, which are both winnable okay. – all winnable games. So I think if Cincinnati doesn't win all four of those games, then I think they're out. But they also need some people to lose. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, that's that's exciting for you guys. Uh the Rays got the help they needed with Baltimore losing a couple games this past weekend. And the Rays lost games as well. Not great. Not great. Uh I they think got the, the, Rays, the Rays are locked all in. Week.
1: The yeah, they made it. The they're they're locked in. The
0: the difference of becoming second in the AL East and first is winning the American League. So you're either the right. five or the one seed. And you're mm-hmm. gonna have, you know, ninety seven, ninety eight wins potentially. Uh, and you're a five seed. That's, you know, okay, sure. Uh, not great in my opinion, but, uh, it is what it is. They've got Toronto again this weekend after Boston for a couple games. And then it looks like the first round matchup is going to be the blue Jays as well. So it will be three out of four series or against the blue Jays, essentially. And one of those being a playoff series at the drop baseball. it's, It's getting down to it as well. It's fun. I'm frustrated right now, but that's okay. We'll see what happens. The Rays are just so hurt. They're they're so uh, hurt. They're always so hurt though. It's it's not an excuse anymore. You've got to find a way around it. Uh, they're in the playoffs junior is... Camanero is up. Yeah. Hey, ninety wins for the ninth time in franchise history in twenty five seasons. That's that's pretty solid. They've made the playoffs five to six years now. Yeah, okay. As long as they don't go do what they did last year, like they did against the Guardians in Cleveland and get two hits over a two game span, I'll be happy that was pretty pretty abysmal not not good not good uh yeah all right cool stuff good stuff good talking to you for you
1: yeah good talking to you as always always a fun always a fun uh time every week we hope that you're enjoying listening along look up the Spartan Year podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts watch us every uh tuesday on u92 the moose Listen to Tanner every day on U92, the Moose, at some time. I'm sure if you just turn it on. Sometimes I do that. Just turn it on and find you. Uh yes, and usually calling a soccer game or something. So uh, just yeah. l- listen to your boys. Watch the Spartan Sports Report. Even if you're in West Virginia, you know, always fun. To, if you're a sports fan, see what's going on other places. Thank you for listening. We'll yeah. be back next week.